My name is Jenny, and I'm a wife and mom raising two kids. But I used to live a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I said goodbye to TV and hello to motherhood, I suddenly discovered what we moms are up against. We live in a world that tells us to be rich and famous, thin and successful. You know, almost nobody says, oh, hey, you're a mom? That is fabulous. But you are fabulous, and I'm here to tell you why. It's Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yes, we are here for you. So glad you joined us today on this Monday after the 4th of July. Hope everybody had a blessed holiday. I think it's a good thing to remind our kids of the heritage of this country. And I th- sometimes you can overdo it and your kids get tired of it. But I did ask my children what their favorite thing about being Americans was. And I think at first they came up with like joke answers. But my son said freedom. Um, I don't remember, Georgia, do you remember what your answer was? No. <laughs> That's how much (laughs) being an American means to her. Okay. I know you're grateful, though, to live in this country. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good answer, Georgia. Hey, I just want you to know that uh, we've got a great guest coming up today. I think she's going to be somebody who really um, speaks into your life as moms. Believe it or not, she has come up with what she calls the 10 words that successful mothers live by. They're the mom essentials, and she's, she's studied this. She's been a mom for years uh, and has written other books, or at least one other book on motherhood, and has a website for moms, and you may have heard of her. Her name is Casey Johnson, and she's going to come on and talk to us about those 10 words and how you can use them in your own life, how you can improve your mothering life and improve your life in general by concentrating on these words. In her book, um, I was looking it over again last night, and, and she has a lot of exercises that make you go there. Sometimes you read a book and you think, oh, this is all fabulous, but, but I, how do, am I going to apply this? She has exercises in the book that are kind of fun. Um, they aren't sort of your typical just make a list kind of exercises or just write down your thoughts. She, has, she makes you go farther than that, but not in a difficult way, kind of in a creative way. So it's called Mom Essentials, brand new book, 10 Words Successful Mothers Live By. Casey Johnson is going to be on to talk to us about it, and I hope be a blessing to you. We have a song uh, themed to go along with what she's going to do today. I, look, I know, having just done a holiday weekend, I know there are a lot of exhausted moms out there uh, who don't feel like they have a lot of freedom, <laughs> speaking of freedom. And I just want you to know that that when I was reading through this book, I thought, man, I need to take a deep breath and take some of this stuff in. Uh, one of the words that was really helpful to me last night, and I'll let you know what it is here in just a minute when we bring Casey on, but, but, but you get to that point where you feel like you're trying to serve so many people through so many events and so many special activities, especially during summer, moms who work outside of the home, moms who work inside of the home, there's, there's a huge balancing act that goes on during summer when your kids are at home. And if you're a homeschool mom, it's not a- as much different as it was during the school year, but, but you're having to find other things to do because you're not schooling. And, and so I, I, I feel your exhaustion and your second guessing and your guilt and all of those things that come along with uh, this time of year when you're trying to please a lot of people, you're trying to do summer just right, and inevitably there's a mistake or there's a screaming match or there's something that falls through and you feel bad about yourself. So I, I'm hopeful that Casey can 
you know, help you breathe today and take in some of her points. And I hope that they truly will be a help to your life. Even if you just latch on to one of the words she gives you today and, and you can start exercising that in your life, I hope that it will be a help to you. want to remind you that we videotape all our shows, and so we're on channelmom.com, and you can go there and look at past clips of our shows. We've got some fun stuff coming up, some exciting stuff. We're trying to bring some actors in the studio I know we're going to be having some uh, next week. Gretchen Carlson of Fox News is making her movie debut in a movie called Persecution. And one of the other actors from that movie will be joining us. We are also trying to get some of the folks from the new movie from Walden Media, The Giver, uh, planning to have them on in early August to preview that for you and your kids. It's supposed to be an incredible movie for families to go to. I have seen it and was blown away, if, if nothing else, by the ending. Just w probably one of my all-time favorite endings of any movie ever. Very, very moving uh, ending to that movie. So we're going to be bringing them on. Uh, we also uh, are planning to have Lee Strobel on, famous Christian author, and I hope that he can be a help to you in your life. Uh, a whole list of folks to bring on to you and then videotape them. Then you can get little short clips. Send your friends there and get clips as well. And, of course, we've got past folks that you've heard from, Michelle and Jill Duggar from 19 Kids and Counting and Billy Graham's daughter, Ruth, and just all kinds of folks that you would find interesting and, and issues to help your life as a mom. Look, we're here to help moms because there's a ton of media out there, millions and millions and millions, billions of media minutes that go by without ever acknowledging the importance that motherhood plays in our society and how much we need you to do your jobs well and how much we want to honor moms that do. So I hope you understand that about our show. Okay, belated happy 4th. We posted on Channel Mom, uh, it's up there today, the oldest living mom who had her 116th birthday on July 4th. Really, really sweet lady. You should read the three things she says have led to a long life. Beautiful, beautiful woman of faith. Okay. Uh, with no further ado, I want to launch into this little song that I think goes along with what Casey Johnson is going to talk to us about today. Ten words that successful mothers live by. And I thought every mom with a, would identify with our song from our friend Anita Renfro. She is our friend Anita Renfro, who's been on the show. You can go look at her interview on channelmom.com. Uh, we've also had her up on podcast and so on, all the other places that we show you, Channel Mom. <laughs> she gets it. Thank you, Joe, for continuing to play that. She gets it. She gets what a mom's life is like because she is one. And she's now a grandmother, too, I believe. Okay, with no further ado, we now want to welcome our friend Casey Johnson, the author of Mom Essentials. Uh, ten words successful mothers live by. And I know she's going to be a help to you as we go through these words today. Uh, probably won't touch on all of them. Maybe you'll have a reason to buy her book. But really helpful to me as I was reviewing it again last night. Welcome to Channel Mom, Casey. 
so glad to be with you. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's a blessing. Uh, so I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I picked up this book last night, and there, there's something very urgent that I want to ask you from the get-go. But before I do so, uh, can you just tell folks why did you write the book? What motivated you to do this? All right. It's been three years of writing this book, okay. of having a real burden on my heart, especially for those moms who have young kids at home, have very limited amount of hours and yet a very long list of things to do. Mm-hmm. And I saw them having to choose between do I go to Bible study and deepen my spiritual growth or do I go to playgroup and get some social time with some moms? And I thought, why can't we combine the two? Mm-hmm. I have speak to so many moms groups all over the country who meet, and their desire is to meet on a common ground as mothers, but also to try to grow as women. And for me, Scripture was going to be the best answer for how we can remember who we are as children of God, as women who were created by God to care for our families and find encouragement with each other while still connecting with Scripture. So it's a Bible study that women can do with other moms. But I, but before I go on with that description, I, I'm always very careful to think, how do I grab the mom that isn't there? That, that doesn't know the Bible yeah. or who doesn't yeah. study the Bible um, or who doesn't follow Jesus. I, I always want to be really cautious about saying, don't tune out, don't turn the dial, girl, because there is something for you in this. And and, and I'll be honest, you know what? I, I think if you polled, because about 90% of Americans say they do believe in God. I bet if you polled moms, about 95% would say they believed in God, and, and that's the common ground. They can at least just start with, I, I believe in a God. So, Great, yes. so, so I'm going to start with these words and see where it takes me as a mom. So, so, so fair enough to say that this could help any mom, yes? It really could, and my, my true dream and goal is to see mothers from across generations connect with each other. I, I would love to walk into someone's living room and see uh, a woman who is a grandmother one who just sent a kid to college, one who has a junior hire, and one who has a newborn. All studying these 10 words together and each bringing their own perspective to the table. Yeah, I love that because that takes away the competition and, exactly. and creates a mentoring situation because I tend to feel disconnected now from moms um, who are in different stages than me. And I think, ah, that's not okay because I wanted to, to minister to every mom. So when we come back, I want to let folks know that we're going to talk about some of these 10 words that I think can really be life-changing if you can grab a hold of them. And I want to ask you my big question that I was struggling with last night as I was reading the book and I just had had a struggle um, by telling my children or justifying to my children my schedule. And so I know you can... <laughs> can't I, wait. Yeah, I know you can help me with that. We will return in just a minute with our friend Casey Johnson, author of Mom Essentials. These days, couples will work for just about anything, from communication to companionship, from fun to love, from passion and purpose to good old intimacy. (sighs) What are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit mary-well.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90, FE 0051. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. 
If you are a mom who wants your kids to grow up and love going to the dentist, then I have to tell you about Pediatric Dental Group of Colorado. As a one-time patient myself and now the mother of patients, I know firsthand they understand the unique needs of children, especially when it comes to the subject of dentistry. Dr. Strange and Dr. Cathers not only care about making the dental visit fun and rewarding, they also strive to help children learn to be good dental patients. They do this by coaching the child and the parent, encouraging good oral health care, and providing high-quality dental treatment. This is accomplished in a fun and child-friendly atmosphere. All of the pediatric dentists and orthodontists have two years of additional training beyond dental school. They are board certified and specialize in the dental care of infants, children, and young adults. The dental team is uniquely qualified to take care of your child during their dental visit. The Pediatric Dental Group is proud to have locations in Arvada, Wheat Ridge, Lakewood, Lafayette, and Evergreen. You have to find out more, and you can do so at pediatricdentalgroupco.com. Welcome back to Channel Mom. We're so glad to have Casey Johnson with us on board today. And I am about to ask her my urgent question. <laughs> uh, moms who are in my stage could probably understand this question. But frankly, you know what? Let's just be honest. I think just about any mom can identify with what I'm about to say. Uh, you just don't have a teenager to deal with. You have a toddler instead. And I, I have a preteen and a teenager. My daughter's 11. My son is 15. So, Casey, first of all, welcome back to Channel Mom. Good to be with you. Second of all, are you ready for my big question? Ready. <laughs> well, I mean, you, I don't know if you heard, but we played Anita Renfro at the beginning of the show singing her mom song to the William Tell Overture about the millions of things oh, yes. that a mother has I to... I've heard it before. Yes. yes. And, and I so identify with her sometimes because I think every mom is out of her mind crazy with how she juggles everything and all of the things she has to say and repeatedly say to her children. And last night I was having one of those nights where my, my son, God bless him, he's, he's, he's a very well-behaved kid. He's a good kid. He's an achiever and all those things, an athlete. And, and I'm not even trying to say that to brag. I'm really just trying to say that to give him some credit before I tear him down. <laughs> but, but I was having one of those nights where I thought, okay, my children want me to do a bazillion things and I just need to warn them that mommy has other things she has to do too. And and here's my million-dollar question, and it might go to your first word, okay? Okay. Well, what do you say to moms who are struggling with that um, eternal question of, how much do I commit to motherhood that's obviously motherhood duties, like making meals, uh, teaching my children, uh, giving them spiritual lessons, uh, driving them places, signing them up for classes, you know, whatever it is. How much do I devote to just specifically mothering things? And how much do I devote to what I think my outside calling is? You know, whether it be a ministry or serving my husband or, you know, uh, doing something for a neighbor or whatever it is. And by the way, sometimes those enhance us as moms. Those are the yeah. things. But, but yeah. I was having one of those nights where I was like, hold on, I just need to explain to you that mommy has a ministry called Channel Mom and I have to do a billion things for it tomorrow. So don't be asking me to do 7,000 things for you. But then I felt guilty. I thought, well, what kind of mom am I to put him second? So, so, so ugh, speak to that for me, please. You know, you're right. It really does go back to that first essential we begin our study with about that's called balance. And, you know, I, I had a, one mom ask me, how do you decide what is essential in your life? And I said, you know, in the study, I actually have you write down what you do during your week and how many hours it takes. And you also write down a lot of what you consider to be essentials. And then I ask you this question, if that particular item, that event, that activity was taken away or did not happen, 
what would the ripple effect be? Would it be a financial strain on your family? Would it be an emotional need? Um, would you feel empty inside? And depending on where you look at that repercussion or that um, outcome, that's to me how you decide what is an essential and what is extra. And I have to say as a working mom, there are many nights when I am up until 1 or 2 in the morning getting everything done that I need to get done for my job and for me. And I made that choice because during the day, my children needed me. Yeah. And I knew I was going to just have to sacrifice. But I, I caution that to say that does not give me the right to wake up the next morning and be grumpy and irritable with people because, see, I made that choice. I decided that was essential to stay up that late and do it. Yeah. And there are some of us who work, and there are things that have to be done. And I will tell you the balance side of it and uh, modeling for our children how to manage our time and helping them understand where boundaries are. I think that's one of the most beautiful life lessons we can teach our kids is that the world and the universe and my world does not revolve around you. I love you, and you're part of it, but you're going to have to come join my world a little bit, too, and I'm going to come join yours. Thank you for saying that because I because I had an, a, a moment again with my son this morning when he got up and said, "Okay, I'm ready. Are you ready to take me somewhere?" And I was like, "Do you understand that Monday Monday is my big show day?" You know, and I and I had a virtual meltdown. Now, even I didn't really I wasn't screaming or anything, but I but no. I wasn't yeah. but I wasn't happy and I wasn't treating him exactly how I wish I would have treated him. You do make that list, and I'm tempted to fill mine out myself. And you talk about alone time with Matt, who I believe is your husband, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Exercise and writing time and work time and time with friends and church worship services and and you and you say what needs they fill you know emotional physical spiritual so on and, and I think it's a great exercise for moms to do and say okay what can I take away from that's not going to be damaging but but yes. here's what I want to know can you just be real for a minute did you ever have those moments you have three sons right I do. Did you I ever do. have you those know, moments where you got defensive? Because I think, am I the only mom in America that gets defensive about, I know, want to do something for somebody else besides you today, you know? Well, and it's interesting because my children are just now old enough where they can start sharing in some of the responsibilities and carrying some of the weight. And I'm enjoying this, this season of life so much. Yeah. <laughs> because when they're younger, they can't, they don't bring a whole lot to the table. But I will say, this kind of refers back to my first book I wrote, Seven Ways to Be a Smarter Mom, about working smarter, not harder. And you and I talked about that a few years ago. But yeah. uh, it, it's letting our children under in on the big picture. It's like, come here. I want to share with you what has to happen today in my world. And I need to know from you what needs to happen in yours, and we need to figure it out together. And we do it the night before, or we do it on Monday. But I will tell you, my three children and my husband and I, there's a calendar on our refrigerator that is color-coded. I see those boys living by that calendar. They know what their color is. They know what things are there. And the night before, I go to the calendar with them, what do you need to get ready? What do you need to have here and there? What do I need to help you with? Because I have a meeting in the morning, or I have writing time written right here. You cannot bother me during that time. And I don't. they don't have to guess. They know where I am. They know what the expectation is. And they know now that they're older, if they don't do their part of it, they don't get to infringe on mine. How, how old are your boys? My boys are now 12, 11, and 7. Okay. Um, and even at the age of 2, I used pictures. And they knew that I was working because I worked from home at the time. Anything that was read was when I was working. I set a timer. Okay. And they knew not to bother me, but they knew that an end was coming. I wasn't working all day. I didn't have my computer open all day long. I was there when we were reading stories or doing sure. puzzles. Well, first of all, 
God bless you because you're like the Uber mom. And, no. <laughs> I, and I don't, I'm not quite there. I do have a nice little blackboard that says it's all about family where we have jobs for the week and schedule yes. schedules for the week. However, I do not have a color coded diagram on my refrigerator, but, but let me say this. Do, do you, I think maybe because you set it down in ink that's color coded with expectations for your boys that mm-hmm. you probably feel less defensive and there are probably fewer arguments. I think what happened for me, if I'm just going to defend myself briefly, but I bet a lot of moms are going to identify with this, especially stay-at-home moms. I stayed at home with my son most of the time. I had a few part-time jobs in television and in other places when he was young, but for the most time he was used to having mommy all to himself his 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 sister georgia did not come along for four years so he was literally the apple of my eye i was just getting to know god at that point i you know i didn't i didn't start to follow jesus till my son was about one and a half so so he was it i mean i loved on my husband but let's be honest i i loved on my son more and so he Mm -hmm. will now play the guilt trip on me like really mom it's you know and he'll he'll do the it's all about channel mom thing it's not about me me mind you i i still do a ton for him but but this is me this is me working out an issue I'm having with my teenage son on the radio um and, hey, and again work it, work yeah it. and I love him but I just want to know how do moms avoid getting in that defensive guilt place which which it doesn't sound like you go to very often but but I know there are millions of moms who go there oh yeah and and I've been there I, I have to be honest um my son turned seven in December and we just had his birthday party last week Okay. That's how awful my year was at work. I, I teach full time. I write when I have time. So I'm kind of juggling two jobs in the family. But um, I do, I'm honest with them when I drop the ball. And I say, I worked way too much today. And I'm sorry I snapped at you when you came to me. But I was in the middle of a thought. And I need you to understand that I am human and I have limits. And I love you. And I want to be there for you. So will you forgive me? And I've asked for forgiveness on those times. But I also have tried to be as preemptive in my strikes when it comes to helping my children understand that we are partners in this thing called life. We are not equals, um, but I'm going to help guide you, and you're going to respect me, and I'm going to respect you enough to communicate before we ever get into that situation where you're pulling at me instead of just communicating with me. Right, and we only have about four and a half minutes left, so I want to say that I want to remind moms you've got ten words, and we're going to get to some of the other of the ten on Wednesday, and we're going to tell you how uh, Casey works with you in this book to get you to uh, incorporate these words into your life to make your mothering and family life and in your total life better. Um, one last point before we go and you tell folks how to, to find you. We are featuring you and we are on your blog's tour uh, on Wednesday and we'll be on your blog stop on Wednesday so we'll let folks know how to follow all of that uh, in the last minute or so but before we do that can you just give us a brief explanation of one of the other words which I think has everything to do with what we were just talking about which is identity Um, moms need more than just a mom identity um, and and they also shouldn't just rely on the world's identity of them like how much do you make or what kind of house do you live in just give moms a a, a quick little pep talk on, on what you mean by identity as a word that will help them be a successful mom yeah getting back to the essentials means i remember that i was a woman complete in myself before i had children and i will be complete after they leave and go to college and are married and gone and finding that completeness in who i am and how god put me together means that no matter whether my children come or go no matter what decisions they make on their own or while they're under my roof 
I am still me, and finding that center and finding who I am means I will be so much more solid and able to give so much more to my family because I won't require them to fill that for me, for myself. I'm going to take care of that by studying scripture, by being with the other moms in my community, and really getting back to the essentials. Right. And and there's, there's you know, I'm sure I know that you point this out in your your book, uh, which is a Bible study, that you give moms those verses that remind them who they are. God created them fearfully and wonderfully for specific mm-hmm. tasks, and it doesn't just have to stop at motherhood. And again, I'm yes. a huge proponent of motherhood, but I don't want a bunch of moms walking around that think that's all I am, because really you're not, yes. a, you're not modeling for your children very well if the only thing you are is a mother. There are other things that you do outside of that. Even stay-at-home moms, like I was for many years, you're doing all kinds of other things besides just the mothering mm-hmm. duties. So in the last two minutes, Casey, w- tell moms how to find you, because we're on your blog too and I want folks to know how to find you and your book. Absolutely. We are at smarter-moms.com. You can find us on Facebook at Smarter Moms and on Twitter at Smart Mamas. Um, This blog tour is just now kicking off. You're starting off the week great, and um, we'll be featuring lots of people, lots of free giveaways um, with books, and there's videos to watch and leader's guides to discover if you want to do this with a group. But uh, the idea is come discover these three themes of being put together, shaped up, and equipped for your calling as a woman and as a mother as you get back to the essentials. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the specific titles, by the way, Put Together, Shaped Up, and Equipped on Wednesday's show so moms can Perfect. understand how you're going to do, how, how they're literally shaped up and then equipped to do things. So yeah. uh, smarter-moms.com, there are free resources for folks there. They can find a link to your book, Mom Essentials. And, yeah. and God bless you, Casey. Thanks for being on the show today and for helping me work through my issues. <laughs> Being a You're parent of a teenage. <laughs> Hang in there. Okay. And, and I, that's my hope for every mom who's listening today. So, so stay tuned uh, for us again on Wednesday. I'll let you know a little bit after the break uh, some of the words that we're going to focus on on Wednesday to help you. We'll be right back with Channel Mom. These days, couples will work for just about anything, from communication to companionship, from fun to love, from passion and purpose to good old intimacy. What are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit mary-well.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90, FE 51. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. Hi, this is Jenny, and I want to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Walters. She's a mom to three kids, so she understands that when you buy a home, you want a place where your family can build beautiful memories. As a real estate broker, Michelle can help you find the place you love coming home to, the right home at the best price. Whether you want to buy or sell, start your home search with Michelle Walters at SuburbanDenverProperties.com. You can also find Michelle's weekly blog, The Thinking Mom, on ChannelMom.com. back to Channel Mom. So enjoyed Casey Johnson's instruction and de-guilting me of my guilt issues. Hey, I want to let you know that tomorrow or Wednesday, rather, we're going to talk about some other words that make for successful moms in her book, including discipline, networking. That's an interesting one. How you can network. How, how, what she means by that and surrender. 
which is a big one for me. It brings a lot of peace. So I'm going to let her give us advice on that coming up on Wednesday. So I hope you'll come back. We're on her blog tour that day, and we'll be giving away some free books. So please stay tuned for Wednesday. In the meantime, Mom, if nobody's thanked you, I am thanking you for all you do. If you think nobody's noticing, what you're doing is amazing, and it helps our world when you raise our children well. So God bless you for that. My daughter, George Grace, who's 11 and not yet a teenager, would like to say goodbye to everybody. Go ahead, Georgia. Goodbye, everyone. That's her British accent. Goodbye. Have a lovely afternoon. Thanks for listening to Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Find podcasts, clips, blogs,